and welcome to The Schism. This podcast is all about critical thinking, dot connecting, the nature of reality, and trying to uncover the truth about the world we live in, society, who we are, and where we come from. Hello and welcome to The Schism. Today I'm joined by my co-host Adam. Hello everyone. And we have a very special guest joining us today, author and MKUltra mind control survivor and whistleblower, Kathy O'Brien. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate this, guys. So before we get into your personal story and your personal journey, just for our listeners at home, could you break down what MKUltra is exactly and what you understand its origins to be? Yes, I'm a survivor of the CIA's MK Ultra mind control. The CIA picked up where Adolf Hitler left off with this MK Ultra mind control. It's a very scientific formula that was brought over to the US through Project Paperclip. That was when we imported the Nazi and fascist scientists into the US and the information on mind control of individuals and of a nation was brought over at the same time. And I was born into a multi-generational incest-based family, which made me a prime candidate for the what Hitler Himmler research had found to be the most vulnerable for MK Ultra mind control. And that is a child that has been sexually abused, especially prior to age five. So that's what MK Ultra mind control is about. That's why we got a global pedophile agenda going on. It's all a mind control agenda. And it's about what Adolf Hitler, George Bush, Joe Biden, and so many others term the new world order. It's a slave society agenda. And before even the Hitler Himmler research and Operation Paperclip and things like this, am I right in thinking that MKUltra also borrows ideas that go all the way back to the Spanish Inquisition and the Catholics? Absolutely, because the CIA was taking what the Catholics had learned about the effects of trauma on the human mind and combining it with the Hitler-Himmler research to make a more powerful form of mind control. Then you add technological advancements in on that and computerization, artificial intelligence, and you got the kind of mind control that we're seeing imposed on the global society today through mind control masters as a virus. This so-called great reset that's being forced on the world is something that the people would reject. They wouldn't willingly become slaves. So mind control has been introduced for some time. And the combination of trauma and not just the pedophilia, but occult trauma, Satanism, the kind of cult trauma that's even used in various religions. Those are all a basis of mind control. Ultimately, fear and trauma. So from what I understand, you were abused at an early age from your father and your father was caught distributing child pornography and the government intercepted and basically said to him you will have immunity from prosecution if you sell your daughter effectively into MK Ultra. is that a fair description of what of what happened to you how you were recruited into the program Yes, it is. It's a, it's a really good description. My mother's father ran a blue Masonic lodge, which is where politicians went. And that's how the politicians happened onto my father and approached him to sell me into MK Ultra mind control. And that politician was just a local politician at the time, but he went on to become the unelected president of the United States. That was Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford also headed the Warren Commission that supposedly investigated the Kennedy assassination. The Kennedy assassination is when this global agenda, this New World Order slave society took over the US. They really got a stronghold on the people through that national trauma and by taking over control of politics from that moment going forward. It was a a pivotal moment in history, and Gerald Ford was actively involved in covering that up and what the agenda entailed. So because of my grandfather's Blue Masonic Lodge, we ended up 
being associated with Gerald Ford. And there it went from there. And once my father sold me into MK Ultra Mind Control, he was flown to Boston, Massachusetts to be trained in manipulating the subconscious mind by cardinal law as cardinal law of the infamous Catholic child abuse scandal. The one who once named, identified, and never prosecuted was actually given a promotion to the Vatican. They transferred him over to the Vatican, where the pedophilia, the systematic abuse of children that was going on because the Catholic Church wanted to be the one world church in the new world order. They were very much a part of the whole MK Ultra mind control agenda from the get-go. So Cardinal Law taught my father how to manipulate my subconscious mind because our subconscious mind doesn't respond to information the same way that our conscious mind does. Our conscious mind has the ability to question, to reason, critically analyze, consciously comprehend, and and apply information that way, whereas our subconscious mind just takes the information that's pumped into it very literally, and it just absorbs that information. We need to understand how our natural mind brain function is that when trauma occurs, our conscious mind takes flight, or it's like our conscious mind freezes in fear and leaves the subconscious open to being easily led. That's why trauma is used, whether it's trauma of a nation or of of the globe or of an individual, that's why trauma is used because it's the way our brains respond. And the information on this simple mind-brain function has been suppressed from mental health, from society as a whole, from education completely, for so-called reasons of national security. And the United States national security went into play in 1947. At the same time, the CIA was formed in the wake of bringing the Nazi and fascist scientists over to the US. So really national security is like the cover, the blanket for the new world order global agenda, for the slave society agenda, for mind control, whether it's of someone like myself or if it's the the population. But the information on our mind brain function is so important for us to understand because knowledge is our defense against mind control. When we understand how our brains respond to trauma, then we can safeguard against it. We know to shut off our TV because that controlled media is their voice and they are using it to manipulate minds. Maybe even further traumatize people like they did in the U.S. after mind control masters virus was unleashed on the population. We were all told to shelter at home and And we couldn't talk with each other, especially with a mask on, especially from six feet away. And so everybody was just listening to controlled media, which was a controlled narrative to generate more fear and to tell the American people that the burning down of all the cities and the businesses was peaceful protest. I mean, that's like satanic reversal, subconscious mind manipulation. You know, when we all arm ourselves with with knowledge on, excuse me, on NLP, neuro linguistic programming or the language of the subconscious, then we can better safeguard ourselves against it when trauma does occur or when national or global trauma occurs, we know how to safeguard our minds better. So knowledge is our defense. This information needs to be researched and understood I've released it in my testimony for U.S. Congress, Transformation of America, in 1995. Of course, national security was invoked on it, but that information is still available on my website, trans-formation.com, and that information is validated, excuse me, by clean members of the intelligence community, secret service, law enforcement, U.S. Customs. That information was all validated before it was compiled for presentation to Congress, and then national security was invoked on it too. Well, this information is so crucial just because it was validated, just because national security was invoked on it. I encourage everybody, research it further, because the more you look into it, the more you see that it's inexcusable that we allow a small handful of perpetrators 
of this dark, controlling mind control agenda to influence our brilliant minds. The whole human population just needs to know that we are by far the majority. They are a small handful and they are using the media as their voice, kind of like the Wizard of Oz, you know, when he's standing behind the curtain and pulling all the levers and making himself look like he's the great and powerful Oz, you know, and boom, boom, boom. When you look behind the curtain, there's just a man pulling levers. And that's, that's really all it's been. It's just a small handful. And it's the same ones over and over again. They're named in Transformation of America. When you research and look into it further, follow the money and find that human trafficking especially child sex trafficking, is the primary funding mechanism of the New World Order slave society agenda. And that's why, again, mind control is used. It is part of human trafficking, and it also keeps society compliant where they don't rise up and do something about it. All we need to know is truth. Truth makes us free. Knowledge is our defense. And it's opportunities like this, you guys, thank you so much, that gets information out there to people so that it opens up their, their minds, opens their eyes and their ears, and opens their soul to know the truth and to realize that the human spirit is so strong. All we need to do is gather that strength of spirit, live the power of love, the most powerful force in the universe. And this new world order is done. No matter how much they want to impose their agenda on us, it's over because their greatest fear is the strength of the human spirit. I know from my life's experience that without free thought, there's no free will. Without free will, there's no soul expression. Without soul expression, we don't stand up for the things that we believe in. We don't say no. We don't stand against this financial devastation that's being heaped on society. We don't stand up against these injections that have been proven to be hurting humanity. When we have these amazing immune systems within us, people just need to realize that we have the strength. We have what they fear, and that's the strength of the human spirit. They can't touch it. They can't control it. They can't possess it. All they can do is stop our expression of it by manipulating our minds. If they can control our minds, then they stop our ability to stand up for what we believe in, to use our soul expression and our free will, to be able to gather that strength of spirit and say, no, no more. We've got to stop complying with this adverse agenda because it's within us all to do it. If I can heal from the White House Pentagon level MK Ultra mind control that I experienced to be celebrating my free thought, free will, and soul expression every single day. We all can. And it's so simple. It's all so simple. Fortunately for me, Intelligence Insider Mark Phillips was working the highest levels of Intel Mind Sciences in the U.S., and he was appalled to see that pertinent information on mind-brain function was being suppressed from society. Something as simple as picking up a pen and writing, what that does in our brain, it takes the logic part of the brain to move a pen. So all of a sudden, whatever information we're processing is put in through critical analysis, logic, written out on paper in front of us where we can consciously see it. It's an impertinent mind-brain function that has been taken out of our school system because global education being imposed on our children for ushering in this new world order has taken that out deliberately because they don't want our children critically analyzing information. They don't want them to know how to think. They only want them to know what to think. What they're teaching kids now, really, through things like not just COVID, be afraid of other humans, but with yes. climate change, it's like humans are bad. I know. And we, we got to take all that back. And it starts by taking back our personal sovereignty. But when Mark Phillips saw 
how this information was being withheld from society so that society would be controlled. He knew knowledge was our defense against mind control. He knew that we needed to understand our mind-brain function in order to safeguard our free thought. That's what Mark was working on in mind science was if a spy was tortured and, you know, programmed against, you know, whatever, then he would be able to hand them the keys so that they could quickly reclaim their free thought, free will, and get back out in the field. That's where it started and what it was all about. Only then Mark saw this other agenda going on for mind control of the masses. He saw the U.S. Constitution being overridden by this new world order agenda and how it was slowly creeping in through rigged elections. He saw how the pedophile agenda was funding it because human trafficking was happening so strong across the borders and the pedophile agenda was being pushed. So, so just to give our listeners a bit of context for this, so you were in the program for decades, you had a child during your time as a participant, Kelly, that also become part of the program, but later yes. Mark Phillips, who uh, was a CIA agent, is that he was. He was above CIA. If he needed to be CIA, he'd be CIA, um, secret service, um, whatever intelligence he needed. He was called a spook. You know, he was really, really, really super high level. But and he, he was he, he rescued you. You had you had the description that a mark could wear any hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when he was uh, studying mind sciences at the war college in the psychological warfare division, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino was there. Um, he was the founder of the occult temple of Sat and has a really an integral part of Satanism really proliferating around the globe unchecked because all of a sudden they were being sanctioned from any prosecution too, no matter what level of crime that they had going on. But again, Satanism is a trauma base for mind control and they wanted to have that trauma base proliferating. So when Mark saw what was going on and how Satanism was being sanctioned, how pedophilia was being sanctioned, children were being used for blackmail purposes all across the world to compromise politicians and people in, in influential positions of justice. He decided he was going to do something about it. He was so outraged that this was going on, being covered up by national security that he rescued my daughter and I right out of the Washington, D.C. human trafficking swamp where we had been used on a White House Pentagon level. We had been used to and from various government leaders on a global scale. We had been forced to participate in drug and trafficking operations. Absolutely horrific and horrendous stuff. I had been tortured and programmed on various NASA and military installations to the point where I couldn't even think to save myself. I couldn't think to protect my daughter. I was totally robotic and could only do what I had been tortured and programmed to do. The very worst torture that I ever experienced was knowing that my own daughter was abused. That's absolutely beyond, beyond horrific. Well, Mark Phillips rescued us both, and he took us to the safety and serenity of Alaska, and he handed me the keys to my own mind. Mark did not deprogram me. He taught me how to deprogram myself, and he handed me a pen, and he told me to write out my memory. Well, compartmentalization of memory occurs when trauma, too horrible to comprehend, occurs. It's that automatic shut down of our brain. It's where, it's where the neuron pathways actually shut down, which make us more suggestible and easily led. Well, just like those neuron pathways had automatically shut down, my brain also knew I was safe for the first time. So those neuron pathways started opening back up memory flashes of what I had been tortured and programmed to participate in during my victimization of MK Ultra mind control. So I began writing out that memory the way that Mark taught me. And this information, this, these methods that Mark taught me are detailed in PTSD, Time to Heal. 
Mark could not release the information on mind-brain function that was being suppressed under national security. He couldn't release the information on healing from trauma that was suppressed because he was bound by laws of sedition since he was active in intelligence. Whereas it was my experience to heal with those methods. So I released the information in PTSD time to heal. Mark and I knew that people were going to need it when they woke up to realize what this new world order agenda was about, why Satanism was proliferating, why pedophilia was being sanctioned and used as a funding mechanism for this global slave society agenda. He knew that alone would be enough traumatization of people where they were going to need to maintain their free thought be able to think beyond controlled media narrative that we're all being bombarded with repetitively and programmed with, to be able to think beyond what was being imposed. So Mark passed away in, in 2017. I lost my soulmate, my hero. We all lost a hero when Mark passed away. And I was so traumatized by that, that I needed to maintain my free thought and I reapplied every one of those methods in PTSD time to heal. I wrote by hand. I wrote so many poems. I vented through poetry. I, I, I used that, that same method. And I always wrote with a solution because Mark had taught me as I was healing to voice no negatives without a solution. Because if I couldn't just complain about what had happened to my daughter and me, if I couldn't just stay immobilized in the horror of that, then I would have been unable to exercise my brain further. To voice no negatives without a solution forced me to think in ways that my brain had never thought before. And it actually opened more neuron pathways in my brain. It expanded my thinking. And it's something we all can do. As we pick up a pen and write out our fears and write out our traumas, write out the horrors that we've experienced. I mean, so many people have lost loved ones too through this pandemic that's been imposed on us all. One way or another, we've lost people. And it's, and it's so hard. And the methods in PTSD Time to Heal can help us all. So I, I posted it on my website. When I saw mind control, masters of virus being imposed on the global population, I posted it in ebook form on my website, trans-formation.com, so that everybody can have that information now when they need it most. Plus, it's secured with a pay what you can, if you can option. So everybody can have it regardless of income. We're all being bombarded with financial devastation right now for this so-called global reset, which is no more than the small handful of criminals making all the money while we do all the work. It's just so a handful of big guys get all the money and we do all the work. So we're all experiencing that. So PTSD time to heal is posted with that option because it's imperative that we all individually reclaim our free thought first. Once we reclaim our personal sovereignty, we can reclaim our national sovereignty and we can, we can become active and interactive in our own lives again. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, both Adam and I had looked into MKUltra and these types of mind control programs and tactics before the era of COVID. And then during COVID, we saw these things being played out on a global scale. Things like the masks, the isolation, yes. the social distancing. Could you just outline for people, like we've already spoke about the fact that you were in these MKUltra experiments. Like what similarities did you draw from what you saw happening in the COVID era and what you experienced whilst you were in the programme? Well, yes, again, you know, knowledge is our defense against mind control. And it helped y'all to recognize it the same way it helped me recognize it. I mean, once you understand the components, it's easy to see them being imposed all around us. So as soon as they came out with the trauma and were showing the ticker tapes of all these deaths, 
when in, in fact, when you look at national averages all around the world, they did not increase during that time. They only increased after the so-called vaccine, after the injections were forced on people. That's when the death rate actually went up. That's when we were all watching the ticker tapes at the very beginning. It was just a traumatization. I was like, oh, this is just to scare people and make them feel like they have to do this or they're going to die, you know, or or grandma's going to die or whatever. That's like they told the little children that's so mean. But nevertheless, when they told us to put on the masks, it was like, oh, wow, because they use masks in MK ultra mind control. My own daughter was trafficked in a mask. And that the reason they use masks is because they depersonalize and they take away our personal identity. Everybody looks the same behind these masks. You can't tell if someone's smiling or if they're sneering. You can't see what their facial expression is. Worse, it muffles voices. It makes people feel like they can't speak because it's hard to speak and breathe that way, you know, and, and get your voice heard. Well, in the U.S., we were told that we had to stay six feet apart to the subconscious mind, since everyone is buried six feet under the ground when they die, it was six feet away or six feet under, more do or die, subliminal, NLP, language of the subconscious being imposed on people. I recognize that as well. And plus fully understood that from six feet away with a mask on, we couldn't hear each other. We couldn't communicate. They were shutting down all communication so that only they had our ears through controlled media narrative. So I recognize that. I also knew that masks are used to inhibit oxygen to the brain necessary for critical analysis free thought. When we're putting masks on our children while their brains are still forming, we are hindering their brain development. It's very serious what's being imposed on our children. We need to realize that most of all, take off our mask get enough oxygen to our brain to think free and realize what's being done to the children and how horrible that is. We've got to be able to breathe free in order to have that critical analysis. I never once wore a mask, not the whole time. No one ever shamed me. I never had any problem going anywhere I needed to. I just lived my life freely the way that I do. And I would just assure children with their terrified little eyes behind their masks, and I lived my freedom. People who are programmed to the extent that the repetitive programming put on people to mask up, social distance, get the injection over and over and over, when already traumatized repetitiveness is a very powerful form of mind control. And even in the store intercoms or any business you walk into, they had the same thing, signs on the doors. If you signed in on the internet, it was right there in front of your face, all about it, every place you looked, there it was. So through that repetitiveness, it was absolutely horrific what was being done. And the children were so terrified and their parents couldn't hear, you know, take off their mask because they had the program blaring in their head. People, when they're programmed like that, can't hear. So no matter how loud we scream at them, they're not going to hear us. It's not what works. It's not how it works. The only thing that works is when we live our freedom. When we live freedom ourselves, then we become the example. So I would live that freedom. I would smile at the children and assure them everything would be okay. And to show them that freedom still was and that we didn't have to be fearful. And then to see those children smile and they would sometimes pull their mask off or, or whatever. It's just beautiful. How many people were, would take off their mask when they would see me smile? That's really why nobody ever shamed me because they were happy to see somebody smiling, you know? Sure. And now... <laughs> In, in the U.S., nobody's wearing masks anymore, except maybe the one CNN watcher, you know, who's still following the narrative. And now they're freaking out because they walk in with their mask on and they're the only one. You know, they're used to being in the herd. And now all of a sudden they're the only one. So, they, you know, they're taking the freedom wins. We just need to live our freedom, live our love, um, shine our light. And, and that will help others to reclaim their free thought as well. Focusing on the, the children briefly, like how have you seen the kind of tactics within MK Ultra aimed at the children, not just through the COVID era, but say through things like 
the schooling system? Because I know that related back to conversations that you heard when you were within the programme, where they were actually talking about things that would later become common core and things like this in the US, where they were injecting this kind of programming into the school system. Yes, I actually had been programmed and forced to work under Education Secretaries Bill Bennett and Lamar Alexander. Bill Bennett was a Jesuit, which is a mind control agenda. Lamar Alexander was a Satanist. They were the same. They were exactly the same. But they were putting mind control into the school system because mind control is a sliding scale from the kind of robotic MK Ultra mind control, systematic abuse mind control that I experienced to information control. Because you think about it, you know, we all formulate our thoughts, our opinions, and our actions based on what we know. And we need to know that knowledge base was, has been deliberately altered, particularly in the school system. It first went in as global education, and it later became termed Common Core. They kept changing the name, and they do that everywhere. You know, they always change the name, but it's the same thing. We need to look beyond the words we, into the actions to see what's really going on. But history was rewritten in education to program the children to march to new world orders, to think that socialism, whatever we want to call this great reset, is the way to be, that to own nothing and be happy, you know, as we're told in this great reset is exactly what they have been taught from the get-go. Plus, they have been been bombarded with this gender confusion, which is no more than a cover for pedophilia and sexual abuse of children. Again, if they're sexually abused prior to age five while their brain is still forming, then they're more highly suggestible. If they're traumatized prior to age five in any way, they're more suggestible going forward. If they're traumatized and they don't have sufficient oxygen going to their brain while their brain's still forming. You got a formula for mind control there that's going to last for the, a whole lifetime unless we all start you know, reclaiming our free thought through the methods in PTSD time to heal because it will help overcome any level of trauma imposed at any age and it will also help even on a genetic level, because after three generations of abuse, that that becomes autogenic. Like I was targeted for MK Ultra mind control because my parents had been sexually abused and I was being sexually abused. And it was known from the Hitler Himmler research that after three generations, then a child would be born automatically compliant and they would be much more easily led, highly suggestible right from the get go. So the effort to impose three generations of abuse is a part of this new world order, global slave society agenda. Well, we've got a couple generations now that have been programmed through global education and it has created a compliance and an attitude we're starting to see permeate our society. You see our little animal in the background. Ah, beautiful. What she, kind of dog is he? Uh, oh, it, it, it's a she. She's a Shiba, a Shiba Inu, like a Japanese dog. Beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. Like, oh man, I love, I love pets. I'm always surrounded by them. Well, I know that's where we were actually going to pick up because obviously you talk about Mark and handing you the keys to your obviously the control of your mind and back giving yeah. you the free will. And he, you said one of the things that you noticed was the love that Mark had for animals. And you could tell that that was a genuine thing that you probably hadn't seen before. You certainly hadn't felt before from within your captivity, you could say that, within the programme. Yeah. You seeing Mark's, obviously, affection for animals was key, maybe, to the recovery process. You learned that you could trust him because the animals could trust him. Absolutely. It's so beautiful seeing animals trust. People who abuse children abuse animals and vice versa. And it's like they have no regard for life at all. And that was all I had known throughout my whole um, life's experience, right up until Mark rescued my daughter and me out of our MKUltra human trafficking situation. 
And he, he, Mark had a lot of pets. When he rescued Kelly and I, he also rescued our pets. Our pets have been horribly abused and were being horribly abused. And he, he saved all them too. And then Mark had a lot of pets himself. He had a zoo license and a rehabilitation license. And he just was just really good at working with animals. And even though I couldn't think to trust Mark because I didn't know good people even existed in the world anymore when by the time he rescued me, but I saw that his pets trusted him. And I had really heightened senses since I couldn't think for myself, my senses were heightened. And I could sense much like an animal does. I could sense um, who's good, who's bad. And, and I had um, telepathic kind of senses where I could really understand deeply. And I saw his animals just loved him and they trusted him and they were always around him and patting on him and loving him. And he was always so good to them. So it was his love of animals really that taught me to trust. It was that the animals could trust him that taught me to trust. And it was a beautiful thing. I always have pets around me. I've always loved animals. They're so pure. They're so innocent. Their unconditional love is a very healing thing. And as people wake up from trauma, when they wake up from any horrific abuse, it's always good to have the unconditional love of a pet around. They're very, very healing. And they're just, they're, they're so nurturing. I spend a lot of time in nature after Mark passed away, before he passed away. And now I always am in nature, enjoying it and enjoying my pets and their interaction with nature around me all the time. It's very healing for, for everyone. So after you were rescued by Mark, from what I understand, you and Kelly, you spent a year with Mark, but then Kelly was taken again under the guise of national security. Yes, exactly. The Child Protective Services has corrupted the FBI overseas it. The FBI is totally permeated with corruption. My owner in MK Ultra Mind Control was U.S. Senator Robert C. Byrd, and he was in office in the U.S. in congressional position for over 50 years. It's a long time. And he was in very high positions, third in line to the presidency, and just a, a huge influence behind the scene because he ran the country's purse strings. He also had an office in the FBI building to set up the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which was run by the FBI and was actually just a catch net operation for human trafficking ops for child sex trafficking, for the pedophilia. And it was structured so that if a mother was in a court system or a parent was in a court system, that the child was turned back over to the abuser and thrust back into human trafficking ops. They also invoked national security on any human trafficking operations that were caught at the U.S. border. So Bird set that up. And it was already in place. I saw it being set up while I was under MK Ultra Mind Control, while Kelly and I were deep in the swamp. We saw all that. And then we ended up experiencing it on the outside because Kelly had been programmed with a response to trauma that included asthma. And because it was psychologically programmed and used in an MK Ultra Mind Control fashion, she did not respond to medication. She was hospitalized in the emergency room for a severe asthma attack because she was remembering her past. She was remembering too. And as she remembered, you know, it's like she went into the panic mode of this respiratory failure and would only respond to psychological intervention, not medication. And it, it was hard uh, for anyone to recognize that at first. And she ended up thrust into the custody of Child Protective Services, the state of Tennessee, and overseen by this National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And so she was caught up in the very system that I watched being corrupted, that Mark saw being corrupted. And now we were having to fight this system. We knew full well what it was, but it was such a battle, such a journey to help my daughter in this system. It's how we became U.S. government whistleblowers. 
Mark rescued my daughter and I in 1988, before people even really knew what human trafficking was about. That was a long time ago. And then we became U.S. government whistleblowers trying to help my daughter, trying to help free her from this corrupted system that was only perpetuating her abuse and abusing her further and keeping her from being able to heal the way that, it, that I did. So access denied for reasons of national security tells our journey through this justice and mental health system and the difference that we were able to make, how we survived to become whistleblowers, how we survived as long as we did to be able to bring this information to light. It also is a testament to the human spirit and the power of love. It tells Mark's and my love story in that process, how we fell in love. And access denied for reasons of national security is a good way to be able to understand about mind control. It was written on wings of love, and it's a much better way to, to get it than through the testimony for Congress, which is very graphic and harsh in detail because Congress already knew what it was and had a point of reference for it, whereas the average person only now is gaining a point of reference for understanding mind control now that the whole global population has been exposed to this brainwashing of mind control masked as a virus or mass formation psychosis or whatever term we want to apply to it. The fact is, it is mind control. And now people realize that. So they got a point of reference for understanding it. And it's imperative that we understand how the justice system has been infiltrated so that we can all wherever we are, wherever in the world we are, be able to stop the human trafficking effectively and um, help the children to reclaim their free thought, free will, soul expression, just as I did. And as Mark had so lovingly taught me, again, Mark was a hero to us all. And that information is posted on my website so everybody can have it now when they need it the most. So what what happened to Kelly? Is she still with us now? Kelly is now free of the system and she is living her life freely as and as best she can. Has the same uh, significant struggles that many who have been so horrifically abused deal with. Um, she's waiting for people to wake up and make a positive difference in, in the world. And she's watching the great awakening happening on a global scale. She's very encouraged to see that people are finally beginning to realize what's going on. So she's an amazing person living the love that she is and doing the best that she can. And I honor her privacy now that she's an adult and on her own and really has her own own story to tell if she chose to tell it, but she knows that I'm still out here, you know, blowing the whistle on the whole mess. And she's very happy with that. So love is the most powerful force in the universe. It was love for Kelly that compelled me to speak out. It wasn't bitterness for my abusers, wasn't for hatred. It wasn't because of the dark agenda that they're imposing. It was my love for Kelly that compelled me to speak out. And it's my love for humanity that keeps me speaking out. Love is the most powerful force. That's the best way to bring truth to light is with the strength of the human spirit, and the power of love. Well, I mean, that's that's great to hear that Kelly is now living her own life. She's completely out of the program and out of the custody of the government. I was worried what you were going to say for a second there, because neither of us knew what had actually happened there. But that is absolutely brilliant to, to yeah. hear, because from what we understand you were obviously brought into the program after your father's abuse and you suffered terribly, but Kelly went into the program almost immediately as a baby, as an infant. And her abuse was a lot more sophisticated in the terms of the technology that was being yes. used. And you've spoken about in the past how harmonics were used. Can you explain that a little bit more? Well, it's a technological aspect that we all need to be aware of because harmonics are used by controlled media. And so when you get a neuro-linguistic programming combined with the harmonic effects, it has a powerful form of control over the mind. 
So we need to pay attention to what music's going in our head because it's carrying the lyrics and the lyrics that are going into our head, if they're negative, are going to have a subconscious impact. So we need to make sure that what's going in our head is empowering positive information. A a good example of how harmonics works is that it actually affects the neuron pathways in the brain. And when people hear a song that they fell in love with too, for example, they'll say, oh, remember how we fell in love? And it's like, it just brings back that, that fresh new feeling. And it just is it's so beautiful hearing that that song because it actually vibrates those same harmonic neuron pathways in the brain and opens that back up and and then it photographically comes back the way our brains record i mean it's so amazing how our brains work and that harmonic vibration is something that can be very beautiful and that we can use for good in our lives but we need to understand the effects that it has on our brain so that we don't have negativity going in into our minds. Advertisements use a lot of harmonics and a lot of flashing and a lot of NLP to get us to go buy their products. Pharmaceutical companies, big pharma is the worst at being able to manipulate minds using that kind of technology. So we need to pay attention to that. And when we go into the grocery stores, Make sure that we're not just impulse buying what we've been programmed with or what's been harmonically blasted into our brains. We need to think twice, read the label, make sure that it's not just more of big pharma and their chemicals being put into our bodies for control mechanisms like artificial sweeteners are. Instead, we need to read the nutrition, grow our own food, grow organically. We can all do that. Even if we're living in a tiny apartment, we can do hydroponics. Happyhydrofarm.com is a great place to go where anybody can actually grow in their in their apartment, wherever they are, their house, their whatever, and make sure that we get good nutrition that way. So we need to start paying attention to that. And when we understand how harmonics affect us, we know that they can be imposed on us through outside influences, whether it's in a business or through technological mechanisms that are increasing around us. So we need to pay attention so we can protect ourselves from it. Make sure that whatever we're doing is of our own free will, that is true to soul and what we really want to do for ourselves and for our environment and for our lives. Living life's purpose is a a privilege and a beautiful thing to get to do. And we get to take responsibility for our own lives once we have our free thought. And responsibility is not a bad thing. It's an ability to respond to what's going on around us to make free choices and to be able to make sure that what we're doing is true to soul and out of love. I wonder, going back to what you were saying about growing your own food, I wonder if that's the reason that they're spraying these chemtrails in the air is to stop people from growing their own food. And people like Bill Gates that's bought all this farmland, he might come out with, oh, we have these special seeds or this special technology that we can grow these crops that are not affected by these chemicals, but normal people can't. You understand what I mean? So like through spraying the chemicals, they will actually stop people's ability to grow their own food. I think they're many steps ahead in this sense. So they're kind of thinking all the time of, how people could rebel against the system and how they can stop that early on before most people didn't thought about it. Yes, and food deprivation is another component of MK Ultra Mind Control that our brains are starved of the nutrition first. And when our brains are starved, we're more suggestible, more compliant, easily led. So again, that is a component that's coming into play right now. In the U.S., there yes, have been dozens and dozens of food processing plants that have been burnt. Uh, baby formula, it's not available. And wow, all of a sudden, Bill Gates has this amazing solution with all this chemical baby formula that he's come up with. So again, we're same handful of criminals over and over and over again. Follow the money. We're going to find out that it's just a small handful absolutely inexcusable that we are allowing them to meddle in our minds and our lives any further. All we need to do is gather our strength of spirit and stop complying and um, take back our own lives, you know, and grow our own food and everything. There's, there's a lot of beautiful nature still out there that hasn't been tainted by them. And, and we can um, 
we can just take back our, our sovereignty and our, um, our health and get away from big pharma, realize that we have an amazing immune system. I know from my life's experience that our bodies, minds, and our spirits are absolutely resilient. We have a resiliency that's just absolutely phenomenal that's been born into us along with a, an amazing immune system. Well, we wanted to ask you, you know, what are the positives that have come from the experiences that you've gone through? Because by the sounds of it, you've learned that actually the human brain is capable of far more than we could ever imagine. And there's a lot of hope in that. There really is. And we have so much to explore once we just understand the basics of our brain, where we go from there and how our brains regulate our health, how it regulates our heartbeat and our breathing. You know, again, I had mentioned how my daughter's situation was, she responded to psychological intervention, not medical intervention for her breathing, because it was rooted in that we have an ability in our minds to regulate our breathing, our heartbeat, our blood pressure, and, and keep our health uh, maintain it that way. We're capable of so much and we're going to be able to expand into that and realize that. When I couldn't think for myself at all, I had lost all free thought. I had to learn to think again when, when Mark rescued me. I had to learn how to even form a thought, make a decision. I didn't know how to think to decide what to have for dinner, for example, because my brain, it'd be like my brain would go off into this black hole. And I had to learn to exercise my brain, open neuron pathways, get my brain firing so that I could actually make a decision. But because my brain had been shut down to the extent that it had, I was also like blasted into other parts of my brain where when people endure extreme trauma, they develop 44 times visual acuity. This visual acuity is like I have an eyes in the back of the head. The peripheral vision is, is expanded. It's like trying to see the trauma before it happens again. Well, this is capitalized in MKUltra mind control and why mind control is used on the U.S. military, for example, is because of this 44 times visual acuity, they can point and shoot and they're going to hit their target. So that's used in a negative way that way. But the fact is our brains are capable of this mechanism and it's something that we can harness for ourselves and use to improve our, our visual abilities once we know, hey, if that can be manipulated from the outside through MKUltra mind control, imagine what we can do from within ourselves just by realizing the possibility. Another aspect is because my 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 brain responded to the trauma by shutting down neuron pathways, compartmentalizing memory of the events so the rest of the mind could function normally. When I was exposed to more and more traumas, I had all these different compartments in my brain with no inner communication in between. I didn't know what happened over here when I was accessed and used over here. So I didn't know to be tired. I mean, I could have been used to physical exhaustion over here, but because I didn't know it over here, my brain didn't have that inner communication. It wasn't sending signals to my body to be tired. So I had this heightened physical endurance, which was really extreme. That's something that's used in military special forces so that they can just do these superhuman, seemingly superhuman things. So an example might be some kind of an army soldier that when they're taken captive, they won't reveal any information. They can be tortured and either shut the pain off or enjoy it. These are not far-fetched ideas, right? This is what is programmed into people so that they are not only the perfect soldier, as in having the expert marksman skills with this heightened visual ability, for example, but they're even the perfect captive because they won't reveal the information. They'd be able to shut off their pain receptors and things like this. But again, spinning it in a positive light, that means that we could be free from pain. We could shut that part of our brain yeah. off. We could heal ourselves. What are the positive repercussions of knowing that the brain is capable of doing these kinds of things? Well, I, that's something that I enjoy. That is a positive, the negative that I've experienced is that I know that pain is an alarm system and it can be shut down. Um, acknowledge the alarm, you know, and then 
the diffuser. You don't have to, you don't have to keep listening to the alarm. You know, it's, it's, it's telling us something though. And the military special forces can also take a bullet and keep on going because they've been programmed on the blood flow level to be able to regulate that blood flow. So they're, they have no time to bleed. They don't bleed. It doesn't happen. And they keep on going. It's absolutely amazing. Well, if that can be done through outside influence, again, imagine what we can do from within ourselves. That capability is so amazing. And it's one that I can use too. you know, like I, I had been cut real bad and I was able to um, shut off the alarm of the, of the pain and stop the, the blood flow from being excessive and heal. And then from that point forward, be able to deal with that situation in a positive way that allows for healing, very rapid healing to occur from that point. Being familiar with the no time to bleed program, if you have no time to bleed, well, I have no time for a cold, I have no time for COVID, I have no time for any of that nonsense, and I choose not to have time for it. When you think about it, you know, a lot of times people will catch a cold or something after they go on vacation and then they're frustrated because they're, they're coming down with this cold. It's because all of a sudden they got time for it. Well, once we realize how our brain is doing this with us and we can harness it more and take control of it and not have time for a cold ever. And uh, we only got one because um, we haven't been listening to our body tell us to slow down and get out in nature and enjoy, you know, a relaxing moment. So I listen to my, my brain before it gets to that point. You know, I listen to my body before it gets to, to that point and take care of myself and make sure that I get out in nature plenty, get plenty of sunlight in my eyes, get plenty of exercise, relaxation, time with pets. Uh, enjoying the, the beauty of, of that. Another way that I enjoy my pets is that I was like blasted into primitive parts of my brain that we don't use anymore, like the telepathic senses, the ability to communicate through thought, the ability to have heightened senses of what's going on around us, who's good, who's bad, what the intention is. You know, I can walk through a crowd of people and immediately know where there's a bad vibe, you know, and, and who is a potential threat. And it's a protection mechanism. It was originally a protection mechanism, but it's one that I choose to keep. I mean, I had it then, why can't I have it now? And we all have that ability within us and we can just tap back into that. So as people wake up from mind control masters of virus, we have some beautiful places to go with being reacquainted with our capabilities that we've been born with and our immune systems, our, our, our abilities, our interconnection. I mean, we've all been divided by the skin deep nonsense of race and gender and just nonsense. And we don't need any of that because when we reclaim our free thought, free will, soul expression and start living the love that we are and life's purpose with our strength of spirit, we connect, all interconnect naturally on that level we have compassion for each other understanding we reach out we care for each other um it's a, it's a beautiful place to be those little divisions that are are only skin deep are so trivial when we're um living the love that we are and connecting telepathically and energetically on those levels when mark handed me the keys to healing i didn't know who, who i was inside. And people would tell me, oh, you have to love yourself. But it's like, how can I love myself after what I was forced to do under MKUltra mind control? How can I love myself? Daily affirmations aren't going to help with that. And so I went deep within and I found out who I am on the base core energy of my being. When I was being tortured, my spirit was always in a safe, loving space. They couldn't possess it. They couldn't touch my spirit. It took flight. It was in a safe space. I got this overview looking down, kind of like when people are in a really bad car accident or something, they'll talk about it as though they were um, looking down on the whole situation or whatever. Well, I had that experience and my spirit was always in that safe, loving space. It's like the essence of our being is source. It's, it's such a base core. So when I started to look for who I am, I just followed it to the base core energy of my being. And I found it's love. And I'm going to talk about love as an emotion. I'm talking about vibrational. I'm talking about the essence of being. I'm talking about spirit. To me, spirit and love are the same. It's, it's, it's energetic. 
So then I decided, okay, well, I'll live the love that I am because that's who I am is what I am. That spiritual aspect, that base core energy of being, you know, when we all go back to source, people meditate, they pray, they find different ways to go to source. But when they do go to source and they get reconnected with that, that's where we all are interconnected. That's where our life's purpose is found. That's where our strength is. And that is what this handful of dark energy perpetrators, these criminals that we share this planet with are so afraid of because it's such a powerful, strong source. They're afraid of us remembering who we are. They're afraid of us being able to live that love. So they control our minds. If they can control our minds and if they can control our nutrition, and if they can pump us full of their pharmaceuticals to, to stop the flow of who we really are inside, then that's the only way that they can even affect the strength of the human spirit is by stopping our expression of it. So we have to reclaim our free thought, free will, soul expression. And then we win. We already won. We just need to claim our victory and let them know that we are not going to comply with their dark agenda anymore. Game over. We already won. We just simply need to claim our victory and live the love we are and stop complying with their negative agenda. hope you enjoyed that episode of the schism we've got plenty more episodes on the way in the meantime follow us on our instagram at schism.tv and keep watching the skies